That makes you fat. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Tonight, we died in hell! After about five minutes of this movie, you're going to wish you had ten beers. Hello and welcome to this episode of Banff, the podcast where we talk about specific comic books and their adaptations to film, to TV, or to any other medium. And uh, I'm one of your hosts, Chris. I'm Andrea. I'm Mick. And this is Banff. Okay, so for this week's, well, it's not every week, but for this episode, we have chosen 30 Days of Night. I chose this title. Yes. I chose this out. I, th- I thought it was pretty fitting that, uh, you know, I'm a big horror fan, so I was like, ooh, I gotta, find a, I gotta find a horror comic that was adapted into a movie. Luckily enough, I absolutely love both the comic and the film. That is my choice, 30 Days a Night. What did you guys think when, uh, when I told you this was my uh, selection? I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, well, I, it's, it's certainly a film I haven't gotten back to in a while. I remember being like, it's all right. It was an okay movie at the time, but then, like, well, we'll get into it. Okay, we'll get in. We'll get into. <laughs> we'll it. get okay, into. But, but in general, you guys were pretty excited, I guess. Let me give context. I was a teenage girl. It's a vampire film. Josh Hartnett. <laughs> That's enough for me to let you guys nice. know. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Understood. Okay, so 30 Days a Night, it's a, it's a three-issue horror comic book miniseries by Steve Niles and the illustrator Ben Temple-Smith, and it was published by IDW Publishing in 2002. Wow, I didn't realize it was that long ago. So, okay, well, what, is, what is the comic about? The comic is, is about a, um, this tiny place in Alaska called Barrow. During winter, the sun doesn't shine for 30 days. There are vampires that uh, take advantage of this. Since they're not, you know, they, uh, they're like, okay, so it's 30 days where we can just feed and not be bothered by the sun. So that's, that's basically the whole concept of the comic. Surprisingly, um, while I was doing my research for this, this is so funny. So this was an unsuccessful film pitch first. Yeah, that was wild, right? Really? So it was turned yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. So this was turned down as a film. It was originally, so apparently Steve Niles, um, is, he was always both a screenwriter and a comic book writer. But he pitched this as a film first, and which got turned down, and then it turned into a comic, and then it got turned into a film. So it went full circle. So is this, I, I the, is cool. this the is the series that put him on the map, right? Yes, yes, this like, this definitely. Is but yeah, he wasn't the start that of big Steve Niles. Yeah, out. yeah. Mm-hmm. Became a name in horror. He really uh, milked this cow, basically. <laughs> um, there have been a lot of, uh, of uh, sequels, prequels, adaptations, and, and all that stuff. It introduced the world to Steve Niles and, uh, and Ben Tumblesmith, of course. Okay, so the, the comic itself was a uh, big success. Its sequel, 30 Days of Night, Return to Barrow, got them their first Eisner Award nominations in 2005. And this was for a uh, nomination for Best Limited Series, Best Writer, and Best Multimedia Artist. Have you read that one? I haven't read I only read the first. I have only read this one. Yeah. But there, there's actually a movie sequel that I'm not sure. I think it was Direct-to-Video. Where they pick up from the movie, but a different cast and crew. And it follows I Return to Barrow? I haven't, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. But it, I think it's the same. It's still Stella, but a, a different actress. Yeah, yeah. So they, they pick up the narrative threads of the first one, and then they run with it. 
but I hear like for the the first thirds of the movie, and then they <laughs> it goes bananas. Oh, but uh, that's oh, really? for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we'll say that we return to Barrow. <laughs> I have to watch that. I'm curious now. Let me look up the reviews first. I'm not. Sure, it's but, uh... it's they are abysmal. <laughs> okay, so then oh, I'm just God. gonna read okay. it because there is yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of awards, and then forget the movie happened. Yeah, kind of okay. the reverse of this one. Ooh, foreshadowing. So the Thirty Days of Night film uh, was released released in 2007 as an American horror film based off of the same name. Um, it's it stars Josh Hartnett and Melissa George. And it's directed by David Slade. You'd know him because he made Twilight or other stuff. <laughs> I know him as the guy who did Hard Candy. Uh, yeah, I'm just joking. He did, he's the guy who made Hard Candy. But he did make but, Twilight, but and he, he made a ton it. of music videos. Um, I know him because he made a bunch of the of Muse's music videos. Anyway, it was shot by Joe Willems. And they shot this film on 35 mil. I have to bring that up because the way this movie looks is phenomenal for this comic book adaptation. They produced it with a budget of 30 million. It grossed over 75 million at the box office, which is really good for, you know, comic book to uh, screen adaptation back then, non-cape. And it has an average score of 51% on Rotten, but I think that's just people being lame. Mixed reviews. has mixed reviews, but... We're gonna do that. Board the windows. Try to hide. They're coming. They? Who are they? They made a, a entire language for for the vampires um, because they didn't want because in the comic you know they all speak in English and then they thought they were like oh okay this isn't gonna translate well <laughs> so they created an entire language for the vampires and was, i thought it was really really cool they made really kind of like animalistic so they added all the like screeches and the clicks and the all that stuff so that, that was pretty cool oh yeah the yeah. clicking made me start thinking of the last of us well i guess any horror that has that yeah with the clickers, clicks. clickers. yeah yeah it's oh should we talk about differences because we, we were talking about that earlier like the comic book it takes the basic premise of the comic book, which is in Alaska, there is 30 days of night in a period in December, and a bunch of vampires cut off the town from the rest of the world to feed on them for 30 days of night. It's the same plot as a comic, but uh, when we get to the differences between the film and the movie, uh, I think all of us are in agreement that the, 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 the changes the movie did to the comic were way better than what happened some, in the some might say this is sacrilege uh, because to like to discuss yes, that is our general <laughs> yeah. opinion and if you wanna watch along you can pause this uh 30 days of night is still available on philippine yes, netflix it is so you can watch that first before we jump in to this meaty and bloody discussion of 30 days of night yeah so so a lot of the movie is is about uh, the people that live in the town actually one of the biggest things about it is uh the differences is uh I felt the comic was very heavy towards the vampires and the vampire lore, but I think uh, I think the movie has really, really invested itself in like the main characters. So that we've got Sheriff um, Eben, Eben. That's how you pronounce his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, played by Josh Hartnett and uh, his uh, estranged wife, Eben. Eben. I don't know. Eben. 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 Right? Yeah. Eben. No, it's Eben. Eben. You're right. That's Eben. 
and and his estranged wife Stella, played by uh, the beautiful Melissa George. Oh my God, she's so cute, um, and a whole bunch of other people. So so I'm starting off with that because for me that was the biggest difference between the comic and the book and the movie was that the fact that in the in the movie we start out with the two having a very strained relationship, the married couple, but they're they're separated. And, uh, you know, you kind of find out why later on. It makes for some really great chemistry between the two. But in the comic, they're, like, totally in love from the very beginning, right? Yeah, what, what, what do you th- guys think about that? Uh, the difference, at least. The, the change of the relationship really lends itself well to horror tropes. Because, like, a lot of horror movies are built on, like, resolving issues whilst a horrible thing is happening to you. And I think that lends itself well to the film. It's like, if it's like a haunting and it's a family, it's like, but it's, it's really more about the family's issues rather than the ghosts. Like if, if, we're, if we're going through the horror. And I, I, that's what I really like about horror when it uses um, a setting or milieu to like just examine a relationship between two people. And not just the main lead, not just the leads, not, not just uh, Josh Hartnett and Melissa George. What I liked about going more into the cast, no, it it's it's more of the town, really, and you know, we I, I like small town, like we 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 said in our I Kill Giants, like we all love small town stories, and this is very much a small town story. This is like it's kind of like Lost Boys, except if Lost Boys was snowing <laughs> and terrifying. <laughs> and it's uh yeah, but like you you see the relationship with the town, and that's what I found lacking in the comic it's like it's really just stella and eben at the forefront but like uh and then the vampires and that weird couple from uh louisiana <laughs> or yeah <laughs> yeah the, the vampire, vampire hunters. hunters but it now yeah, it's really just hunters. about yeah, 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 how yeah. this small town really depends on each other it's like we only got each other and like you know you, you get the care for the the survivors I, th- I felt the stakes were much higher when it shows it was a past love because y- we're just, it's that whole, you, you know, you can't love someone who is a vampire. So watching a spoiler, the ending, you know, when he has to transform and they have to it's watch, so it's so much more heartbreaking to see someone who they could have been together. And you can see the relationship get stronger and stronger as the movie, you know, and you're like, they're going to get together. They're going to get back together. It's so sweet. And then it doesn't, they can't because of the ending. That killed me more than an already yeah, happy couple. For sure. Man, they had great chemistry. I, I really have to say they had they great did. chemistry. I, I really think uh, they really sold that finale. Um, yeah. What are we talking about? Like, I, I really felt like it was painful for, yeah. for mm-hmm. both of them. <laughs> and I thought at the time, like, when it's 2007, because, yeah. like, let's face it, 2007 was a great year for movies. It's super great. What there came out in blood. 2007? Juno, a bunch of, yeah, like, all... Juno came out 2007, right? my gosh. Uh, yeah, no, but 2007 was, like, a super bad. All, all these great, like, hit after hit. And I, and I think I, I didn't like 30 Days as much because it, like... In a sea of like already awesome, I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of other 2007 releases, but I I especially re- remember 2007 being a stand-up year, not just for movies, but like for comic book movies. I think Watchmen came out also, 
in 2007. Oh, this must have been before Watchmen. Uh, yeah, but it... Well, I don't yeah, know, yeah. I don't know. Well, month-wise, but like... Oh, okay, 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 okay. I remember not warming up to 30 Days a Night, but when I watched it again for the for this pod, it's like, wow, this is really good. This is better than I remember. It's so good. And I remember having <laughs> an issue so with, with Josh Hart. It's like, ah, I don't feel him. Because I like the... Con- at, so at, like, at the time, I liked yeah, the yeah. comic more. It's like... Because I read the comic first. Yeah, 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 before, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I know, but like... As yeah, with all sure. media, like sometimes your opinion changes with time. With time, yeah, dude, absolutely. I find it so funny. Dude. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I think every interaction I've had with anyone about this movie has always been, yeah, the comic is better. And it was like, eh, yeah, it was okay, it was okay. But I'm telling you, this movie is the so movie good. Is so good. <laughs> so, like it, it is way better than its source material. I hundred percent agree. Is it? Isn't it right? Right? It is, it is right. We can say that uh, yeah, yeah, officially. So, I had right? yeah officially. I had never read it. I just have only watched it. Yesterday, when uh, two days ago, when I was reading it, I had to ask you guys which one do I read to clarify. I was like, okay, this I see. This is a good pitch for a movie. This is not a bad graphic novel. But after I don't know. I maybe it's because I've only ever seen the film. The movie's outstanding compared to the comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think the prose is, Which is also not, not great. Is, yeah, it's a little run on, right? But yeah. I, 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 I'm a huge fan of, of the art. Though, yeah, yeah, for of, sure. Uh, Temple, Temple Smith Smith's knocked art. it out of the park, and I, and I think Niles as a writer only got better after this. But he got better. He got so much better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like as a first thing, it's like, um, like it's a, it's a knockout premise. I don't know why right. this film was rejected. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like who, who, re- who rejected? Who did greenlight this off the right. bat? I know. And also, like, the premise is so... Like, sometimes a, a solid horror film is going off of a very, very simple premise. Yes. Yeah, Vampires, yeah. nighttime. Exactly. No daylight. Exactly. Done. Like, it's so exactly. easy. Exactly, yes. Well, you can see that, that Steve Niles kind of grew as a writer within this movie because he wrote the screenplay. And what he did was he really streamlined everything that was great about the comic. You know, he, he, he kept the story a lot simpler. There was none of the... No vampire hunters. None of the lore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great that he got a, a draft two on the. On yeah, the story. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets a draft two as a film. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of the, I know we're kind of jumping around, but the vampire hunters part. When I read that, I was like, "Why is this thrown in?" It felt so haphazardly thrown in because yeah. when the sun flew in, and he took photos, and then he just got killed, and I was like, "That's it. Like, we're not going to do a follow up. No one's going to come help. Like, it just was like cool." There, that, that, I felt that a lot with the human side of the comic, but in the film, everything had a follow through for me. To jump on that, I think what was one of the great things about the movie was the the beginning, the the opening sequence, uh, not the sequence, but just like the beginning part. They they set up so much stuff. Mm-hmm. They set up so many characters, and they set up the premise. They follow through with everything. Yeah, um, with like everything the mach- that, that the thresher the. Exactly the thresher, yeah. Tim writing you know. up, but and I think yeah, that that wasn't in the comic where it's like why you why did you give him a citation? Like we need to remind him he's part of the, the he's part of the town. town. And I'm yeah. like, wow, that's, that's so, so good. good. It's so good. And it pays and it pays off. It pays like, off. He, he comes and saves them. Like yeah, it's so good. 
it's oh, a, it's speaking a nice of cats, before I forget, like Ben Foster gave oh, he's so, too much he gave to this everything. role. He gave everything to this fucking role. Like, ben Foster was doing his paycheck. He wanted his paycheck. Ben Foster is Renfield. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna chew all the scenery up for oh, the so five good. scenes I'm in this. But he was so good. Hey, if you're only in five <laughs> scenes, you better nail it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna act the shit out of this. I'm gonna put on these, like, hillbilly affectations, and I'm just yeah. gonna live in this character. I'm <laughs> like, eat, I find eat shit, Jared Leto. <laughs> I'm walking to Wainwright. It's 80 miles. There's no way to get there. It's coming upstairs. Wilson. Come on now. We need to get out of here. Bring your mother, too. We'll die if you go out there. No, no. I'll die if I stay here. That's what's going to happen. Leave me alone. Just keep quiet. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's okay. I find it so weird that this movie didn't get enough recognition. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. I, I don't know if I loved it off the bat. I just remember I, I really enjoyed it the first time. But um, this is one of the movies that has really great um, repeat viewing um, mm-hmm. watchability. Whatever. I've seen this movie so many times, and honestly, it gets better every single time for me. You know, it's uh, it's one of those perfect horror movies where 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 the ambiance just adds so much to the film to how you enjoy the film. Like you really feel cold watching it. You really feel like you're struggling with with the with everyone who's inside inside the movie yeah i, I tried to kind of uh not over fanboy about it but uh because i know it it, it doesn't it, it did get a lot of mixed reviews man and it still does it still does but uh but yeah yeah i'm a great great fan and uh, i think david slate is freaking incredible what else has mm-hmm. he done um twilight so he did twilight of <laughs> and course. twilight yeah hard candy <laughs> which is Awesome. He's done an incredible episode of Black Mirror, if you guys have seen yeah, that. Yeah, he did Bandersnatch. Um, he did Bandersnatch, a exactly. shit ton of music videos. There. Yeah. Did he yeah. do, you said he did a lot of Muse? Mm-hmm. Did he do Knights mm-hmm. of Cydonia? Because that no. is my favorite No, he did, video. like, he did, I know he did Feeling Good. I could look it up, but he did AFI's Girls Not Grey, you know, because no one understood my Davy Havoc reference last episode. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the Hannibal. Oh yeah, of course. The oh, yeah. series Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal. Yeah. Hannibal series. Um, and uh, um, some uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Man, I, uh, I I totally forgot. Remember when we were on the End Slate uh, podcast asking asking about who would who do you want to direct Batman? Fucking David Slade. David that's my Slade. Answer. Yeah, that's he'd a make great... a horror Batman. You know what I mean? He'd do a great follow he, he'd up. He'd do uh, yeah. He did do yeah. a great Gotham by Gaslight though. Uh, yeah right the jack the ripper so yeah yeah he he do he do that and like he do like the the cthulhu batman yeah really good and the what was the fucking vampire one was that blood rain blood i know red rain red rain Rain, yeah, yeah he has a new horror film coming out and it's based off a small, small town. So maybe the three of us might get. Oh shit! Well, that's all I know. I don't. I know it's just like a horror film based on a small, tiny town. It's supposed to come Love out this year. Already. Andrea, what, what do you think of? Uh, you, you said earlier that you were a big fan of how it 35, was shot. Thirty-five. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. It's 35. so beautiful. Um, there. 
There are some horror films where I'm a big fan of the blood being like bright red and like you know B movie style, but this one where the blood it looked re- it, I don't know it looked like mud sometimes. It was just dark and yeah, it just fit the color palette of the blues and them using I don't know whatever film stock they use worked really well. I, I, Mick, you were saying it was shot on a sound soundstage, right? Like I think that worked out so incredibly yeah, well yeah. for this film so, uh, it, it just the way they inca- they had darkness the, just darkness yeah. was everywhere yep. you can ne- you can't yeah. see a horizon now i remember why i i brushed this off sin city came out in 2007 oh, oh okay, okay, okay. and for me it's sure, like sure, this sure, is sure. how you do a mood like oh. sure, sure. but right, Sin city seen does like not that. hold up as well as it does not no well, not at all like at the time it was like mm. oh man i think i just got blinded by like uh, mm-hmm. yeah 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 me too That's his face clive owen and chucks and i'm like mm, yeah cool. <laughs> this is great and elijah wood and like you know all those creepy yeah. elijah mickey, wood yeah and mickey Rourke and <laughs> Jessica Alba, like, excuse me and, <clears throat> yeah yeah <laughs> sure this holds up better than Sin City because they they Agreed. used their soundstage as well. Like you were saying, it's like they knew what what scenes needed to be like shot on location and what scenes sure. they needed yeah. for the. And you were talking about that that awesome um, sweeping aerial shot of yeah, just Chris. carnage. So yeah. good. It's like one of those films where you can't go wrong with the style because it's it's pure white snow and blood. Like yeah. it's gonna mm-hmm. look awesome. Like you, you cannot yeah, yeah. fuck this up. If you fuck it up, I then I don't know. And not <laughs> even the carnage one. Like when it just sets up the town and you can oh, right, see right. all all the houses. Mm-hmm. Like yep. you you know where the town ends and begins. And like this is yeah this yeah is, sure. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. is really how big the town is. It's like and I've never seen like an a, a wide of a small town like that. And it really yeah. shows that and, and, you know. Yeah, it's like it's it's just this, it's just them. That scared me, yeah. the opening, just seeing that yeah. and then knowing that oh shit, this there's nowhere to go. You cannot yeah, yeah. that's it. You're done. It's a really creepy premise. Like honestly, like living in the snow and in darkness for 30 days that alone is a, so bad. Yeah. That's why I t- keep talking about the setup cuz the setup is so good. <laughs> At the beginning, it's like, wow, this is cell phones and then killing the sled dogs. And like, you really, and you feel for everyone because, like, oh, I love those dogs. And then, like, this chopper is my life. And it's like, oh, shit. How about the the three workers who are about to have a threesome? Oh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Super fun. Yeah, you're right. I felt for everyone. I was connected to everyone, even if it was really tiny backstory or a tiny little amount of steak. Like and I had a the stake in everyone who grew weed in her. No, she's oh, so cool. Yeah. And, but she died off screen too. Yeah, all that. it's like oh. and we didn't feel it. It's like, it's like who died? The brother, and it's great because you don't know. Is it the brother mm-hmm. or is it the yeah yeah the grandma yeah. who died? Yeah. Exactly. So or Ben Foster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or Ben Foster. <laughs> what were you saying earlier, Chris? What is so funny? Did you guys? Do you guys realize? Uh, so, so the, the, there's a big setup of why why they're divorced, right? Or they're separated. Did you did you guys pick up why they're separated? No. No. Did they want out what kids? Yeah, that's the one. Because the, there was a point where everyone was like, uh, they had to do the whole um, Anne Frank hiding in the attic for days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sequence. And then she turns. It's just a throwaway line, dude. She just turns to him, like at the beginning of, of that whole like uh, uh, hiding in the attic sequence. And she's just like. Well, I guess I understand now why you didn't want kids. 
because it's like you know because you have to you have to you know because kids die and then you worry about them and you you know you just need to protect them and everything i thought that was so cool like like it was just a throwaway line it wasn't like this big plot point where you know they're like you know oh because you did this to me and blah 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 no it's just they had a just a difference of opinion and I and thought it was a, just really great. And Eben needing uh, a, uh, an asthma thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that was they a great touch. Once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, we didn't even know he was sick. And then, like, he just yeah. gets winded and it's like... Yeah, it's yeah. so good. How did you guys feel about um, how they did the syringe in the comic versus the film? Because in the comic, for me, I felt like it was so, like, haphazardly done. Oh, shit, I don't, I don't remember. You know, in, how, how was it? in the comic, uh, when they were all stuck in the boiler, uh, in the tiny furnace room, and then they were mm-hmm. fighting off the guy, and then out of nowhere, he has... Oh, there's a syringe. Yeah, he's like, I got yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the comic's still alright. Like, I'm not saying the comic is a bad comic. I'm oh, just no. saying no, not it's, it's, a better, it's a better adaptation. For me, it's yeah. like, it, it's comparing Tremors, which is the comic, <laughs> to, to The Mist. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Right? No, Tremors is a good time. It's like it's fun. Every, everyone's cracking wise. Stuff happens, but you're along for the ride, and it's fun. And like sure, we should sure. do, we should do Tremors because Kevin Bacon and Fred sure, Ward are yeah. amazing in it. You can't go um, wrong, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and Tremors. That's a uh, fun movie. But, but yeah. like you know, it's 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 like comparing Tremors to The Mist. Sure, I get you. We all like The Mist more because mm-hmm. you know uh, for obvious reasons, but. The syringe thing and all that it's like i think they made it more emotionally resonant in the film i feel yeah. like and it's really like, badass the entire sequence is so badass <laughs> with, yeah. with, with, with the music and then he walks out and he puts his, the hood over his head <laughs> and the music kicks in and it's yeah. like all drums and like guitars <laughs> at the height of emo in 2007 yeah. oh my gosh 100 <laughs> percent. take my money it's oh, he knew the, it, what they knew what they were doing. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> um freaking uh main vampire, Danny Houston, he was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fr- like I remember not liking the casting again because I think I was clamoring for the comic. But like I get rewatching it's like, you know what? I'm I'm glad they did this. And if we're going to the vampires now, they picked a really good because they look really gnarly. Oh man, they they look, they look crazy. Like, of all these are the, the most terrifying vampires I've seen on screen. I agree, no they look of terrifying. All of all the things, uh, this is like one hundred percent, like one is to one with Temple Smith drawings. Because when Temple Smith draws yes. the vampires, they're gnarled. Their proportions are weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, they, yeah. they found people that and that look yeah, like that look yeah. like that. And they really nailed like the, the crazy the, the teeth. female vampire. Yeah, yeah. terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy, guys, that we all kind of love this movie. It was so <laughs> it's, it's fun great, to watch. It's great they made them alien because, like, in yeah. in, the, in the comic, it was like, hey, what's going on? It's like, oh, I did this yeah, all for I you, know. master. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, you mess with one vampire, you mess with all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why do they sound like that? Myth why in do the they comic? sound like from Jersey? <laughs> They're all from Jersey. Did you just... <laughs> from the Bronx? <laughs> hey, we're from Jersey. Did... Hey, what's the matter with you? Why you gotta tell the you what's about our existence, huh? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just want to know what you, every time you read a comic, the first accent that comes to your head. Like, <laughs> We should do a dramatic reading of a comic as a special episode, by oh the way. Oh my god, let's do it. Yeah, can we, we please? Should. Yeah, um, like, we'll just read The Crow. Yeah, it should be The Crow. Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Um, that, going off of what you guys were saying with the vampires, um, we, in the comic, we had the lead, lead vampire. You know, the guy yeah. who flew, he flew in. Flew I don't know in. if he flew. Yeah. Did yeah. he fly in? He flew in. He flew in. He flew in. <laughs> <laughs> bad. I don't know. But in the comic, we didn't have that relationship. Our lead vampire was already there and he was getting mad at like sloppy kills or whatever mistakes so i don't know how do you guys feel about the like that difference there they rejiggered like ben foster in the comic was a vampire and he just died yeah um, and now and he's then, yeah and then yeah. it's like a, a renegade group of vampires who were like oh we're so smart nobody has thought of this and then the mm-hmm. elder vampire comes and he's like yeah yeah, yeah. do you know yeah, how yeah, yeah. hard like but that's one of the better lines in the comic i think you know how hard it is to become a myth yeah mm. Like it took us. I like, love that part in the comic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you know how long it took us for, and then you're gonna like shit on everything with this. So he's he's apparently from Nosferatu's clan, right? The uh, yes. yes. The lead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Shadow. Shadow the vampire. vampire. <laughs> Thirty days of night crossover. <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah, they didn't use any pop songs, right? They just they just had like an awesome instru- like. Oh no! Yeah, score. it was yeah. just it was just the soundtrack was just uh, the score, incredible. What what didn't you like? I mean, there's there had to be like there has to be like some quibbles. Okay, yeah, with, with, some. Uh, oh, okay, okay. This is one um, big difference that uh, I think is very valid that they changed the ethnicity of Evan because he is supposed to be Inuit and he's played by a white guy. I didn't even realize that. I noticed in the comic the look, and I wasn't sure because I only just read it. Um, damn, I, as much as I have a crush on Josh Hartnett, I wish they didn't do that. Yeah, it would have been so cool. Well, again, yeah, totally agree. They were like halfway there. Like, mo- like a lot of the townspeople were, you know, native yeah. and like, mm-hmm. which I was like, for 2007, it's like, wow, oh, good yeah. on you guys. It's like, holy crap. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if that would have changed the portrayal of our lead character because you know they're closer. That's their land. They're indigenous yeah, yeah. to that area. They would have right? known. Yeah, more protective. Uh, yeah, 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 and they would have known how to survive more. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, uh, which, which we didn't see in the comic, though. It's like that's also like a yes, missed opportunity. Yes. 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 Yeah, but, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, there were some shots I felt were like just. You know, uh, it was just David Slade having fun. Like, there's a, there's a <laughs> shot of Melissa George. It was like a it was like a a, a, a tie up shot to like Josh. It's just a reaction shot, but it's framed like it's from an art film. <laughs> I like <laughs> right. It's like thirds, and it's like, but this is like this is just like a reaction shot to something. It's but like she was like, <laughs> love it. I like. That. She's so cute though. I mean, yeah. I it's like whoa, Rachel McAdams is in this. <laughs> what? <laughs> they look alike. Dude, she's, so, she's kind of a um, white people. A, look uh, she's got some some serious <laughs> horror cred. She's in this incredible movie called Triangle. Uh, Mr. George, definitely, yeah, yeah dude, you should and definitely Dark check City. Yeah, yeah, but have you seen Triangle? I have she's not seen Triangle. Accent. Is it about the Bermuda Triangle? Yes, it is. Yeah, nice. and she's stuck I'm on cruise. And it was uh, it was either a, the Bermuda Triangle yeah. or the, or the instrument. Yes. I yeah. curse you yeah. with this triangle. With this triangle, 
thinner. <laughs> yeah, but check it out. Check it out. It's, it's super good. She's she's a uh, she's uh, stuck in a time loop in in uh, in the Bermuda Triangle. It's so good. Yeah. Nice. So I'm a big fan of hers. Obviously, for me, I totally missed the. Uh, well, I mean, you can't do it because it's a live-action adaptation. But uh, Temple Smith's art is really incredible. It's so original. You know, it, it's so it's so beautifully sloppy. You yeah. know, it's so it's it's just his own thing. And uh, you know, it's a uh, you know how how else can you translate that other than yeah? But you know, what? makeup more you more know? like we were talking about how like how disappointed that. Sales art wasn't trans translated and like mm-hmm. uh, even like, but like I didn't I I didn't miss it in the film. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. because they nailed the vampires. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. You're right. You're absolutely. I, right. I feel yeah. I feel that. But like I I did miss the fist bump sort of you know action of the finale in the comic because there's a part there where they're all laughing at him because he doesn't know how to fight as a vampire. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, then yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he he starts learning, mm-hmm. and then they yeah. they just fall quiet. Like, you know, I kind of miss that. Like they can still like we've seen the the film vampires to have like some emotion, so they could have, you know, sure. yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But I think the hood the hood made up for the <laughs> for the laughs. Yeah, I agree with you guys on that. There's something about him not coloring in the lines. You know, like it's like yeah. all this paint was on the outside. It's really sloppy, but so beautifully sloppy. Oh man, it came out at peak vampire era, didn't it? Like Underworld, yes. Twilight, this. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's another reason True Blood why was, it was kind of uh, overlooked. Yeah, was True yeah. Blood out? I think it. Time? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like how zombie some zombie films get, you know, lost in this because biggest... there's so much. Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. so much. Yeah, I I like it yeah. better as a as this way. Like you get you gotta dig for it and like you find right? it. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a great surprise. I just realized that maybe maybe why most of my friends missed out on it, and I feel like I was one of the only ones, is that at, that seemed like the period of sexy vampire. Mm. You know, in True yeah, Blood, yeah, 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 Twilight, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. I mean, Underworld, the, uh, maybe ish. Romantic vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then here. And this was just like a fucking murderous vampire. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, I think that might have been it. I guess yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sion, though, it's so good. It's so brutal. I feel like they were. They came in at the wrong time because sexy vampire was a thing. But that's yeah, what I mean. Sure. Josh Hart I think that's a, sexy. I think that, that. I think that's so valid. I think you're right. I really think you're right, honestly. Which one did you prefer, the comic or the movie? And uh, any last words? For me, it's like rewatching it again, uh, and I hadn't seen this since it came out in two thousand seven. Like, so thanks for bringing this, Chris. Uh, I really liked it. Now, like, it is. It's like it's super great. I like. I click the button on Netflix and everything. Like more like this and like super like. Uh, I think it aged really well from when it came out, and I'm and, and I'm kind of sad I didn't give it more of a chance back then, but. It is. It has totally surpassed its source material in terms of mood, in terms of character development, in terms of relationships, and in terms of 
really embracing the setting as a horror premise and you know uh whatever that entails uh whatever metaphors or stuff you want to do and explore in a horror premise i think 30 days of night embraced it wholeheartedly and it's a small town creature feature which is always great and people should do more of okay so i'm you know i'm exactly the same as mick I really do feel that the film has surpassed its source material. And I think this is might be the only time I will ever say this on this podcast. Cause I, or maybe one of the very, very few. We don't um, know yet. At least. <laughs> this podcast we don't know is, yet. Yeah. We don't know yet. We haven't watched this a lot true. of stuff. This is true. But in general, you know, it's very, it takes you a lot to really like an adaptation more than its source material. In general, in general. I mean, it's a rare thing. So, so that, that, that just speaks more to how much... I like this movie more than um, I don't like the comic because I actually really do like the comic. I just feel that this is a better, tighter, um, more fully fleshed out uh, execution. And uh, I super love it. And uh, Melissa George is really gorgeous. <laughs> yes, I'm done. I love I love the Melissa George, which is really gorgeous. Josh Hartnett's really gorgeous. Is your wife asleep, Chris? I'll cover your tracks. <laughs> um, I'm in the same as you guys. Uh, I actually didn't, like I said earlier, I didn't read the comic until this week or we recorded it. I really did enjoy the comic. I think the only thing that I took away is I love the art style. Um, but I, you know, maybe it's because I read it way after. I loved the film. I loved it when I first saw it. Um, love it again now. I just love the brutality of this vampire film. I think we're so overloaded with sexy vampire. I, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I love Twilight. That franchise is ridiculously stupid and I love it. But it's, you know, for in, in the horror genre, it being not just brutal, um, the simple plot, the mid, like, Midwestern, not Midwestern, sorry, a small town up, where was it actually? Do you guys, what was that? Barrow? Alaska. Yeah. All of that is so, it's, I don't know, it's so fascinating to watch something. And, and just an end day as a horror film, it's so much better in the sense it's so fun. The movie's goddamn fucking fun, and that's all I wanted. It's so fun. It just kept going. It was just, yeah. And pretty terrifying. I agree with you, Chris. The, those vampires are the scariest on screen I've seen. Yeah. I totally uh, agree. And, and oh, Josh yeah. what are we? What are we reading? <coughs> Josh and Reckos. And Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Josh Hartnett. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are your vampire-adjacent picks of the week, or what are you reading now? Not what I'm reading now, but vampire-adjacent American Vampire by Scott Snyder and uh, that's a good god, book. That's so good. Oh god, what, what's his? Oh, that make a great series. Mm-hmm. Shameless for me that, to not know the illustrator's name. Please let me Google it. Raphael really Albuquerque. Yes, wow. Raphael Albuquerque, who's incredible. Uh, yeah, American Vampire is so much fun, um, and it's so beautifully drawn. Um, it actually started out as Scott Snyder co-writing with Stephen King. So you know, yeah. So it's, it's got incredible pedigree. I'm not reading anything vampire adjacent, but now I just I keep talking about Twilight and we had Batman. I'm just gonna go watch Robert Pattinson. And then Twilight. <laughs> and Twilight. Um my friends and my sister we do a yearly watch. It's ridiculous. Um I'm currently reading One of these days, Andrea I I have a pretty 
intense uh, Twilight rant. I'm going to subject you to that rant at one of these days. I can't wait to hear it. The movie series is so stupid that it's the funniest, it's the funniest I have read thing. every single book. <gasps> Me too, I I've had to read seen, it. Yeah, I've seen every single movie, so, so nice. I have a very oh my God. informed Does that mean I have rant. to do this for this special episode? <laughs> It's not I even guess a I comic book. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, I rapped about it, and I can't. I don't know. It's just dumb. Anyway, uh, you rapped about it. I rap. I, oh yeah, now I'm gonna I want to see. Twilight. Yeah, no. You heard it here first. Andrea's no, gonna rap about I'm not Twilight. gonna rap about Twilight. She's got a few bars. I got bars on Twilight. No, um, I'm gonna. I had to pull the cover up because I. Don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name. I just picked up this. It's called Sabrina. Mm, yes. Sabrina that. by Nick D R N A S O. I don't know how Drenasso. I haven't read it yet, but I was picking up mm-hmm. comics um, nice. the other day because I was looking for Tilly Walden's Are You Listening? And they recommended I get that. And they said it was going to be really sad and depressing. So that is my comic book pick. <laughs> and suggestion this week chris has knocked it out of the park with american vampire you can't go wrong comics wise uh if you want more steve now stuff i think his frankenstein is is really great and his uh giant monster i think it's called giant monster where he skews the kaiju genre i think those are solid picks what i'm reading now is die by karen gillen and how is that yes i have heard about that it is it's it i sent you guys a link but like it is super great if you if you love uh tabletop role-playing games if you love D, if you love jumanji oh my god now i know now i know why this is so familiar my wife reads this yeah and if you yes. love you if you love horror if you want that jumanji was a horror that is die it's almost like the the structure is almost kind of like it, right? Where they went in as kids and then later on, yeah, they went in Jumanji as kids. As they yeah, they yeah. they, yes, they yes, come yes, back yes. after two years and then they grow up. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But somebody got left behind and now that guy's back and wants them back in the game. Oh, that sounds it's so good. Great, and there is a playable <gasps> beta, beta that I. That's why I, oh, I wanted to play with you guys. That's what you linked us, yeah. Yeah, that's play. the one you linked. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'll where, read it first. Where you you are playing. A game that is based on the premise of the comic. So you play oh like forty-year-olds who got trapped in this thing, and like, oh, fantastic! It, yeah, so Love it's a it. great midlife crisis game. <laughs> I can't wait to play. Good 40. thing I'm not forty. Or sorry. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. It's a good thing we're not forty. <laughs> well, I can still say that. So as of press time. Can we play with the other movie people too? <laughs> Thank you, Beth Kittiers, for joining us. <laughs> Thank for you. Beth. Enjoy the rest of your sexy vampires. Sexy vampires. Yes. Enjoy. Thanks, Beth Kittiers. We'll see you next time. What did you do to yourself? What I had to. Should I go after them? It's almost dawn. We made it. Evelyn. The dawn. Thanks.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to give to our beer fund, share our podcast with your friends and on socials. To catch all the latest from the Banff crew, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Banff Social Club. Thanks again and see you next episode.